Section 15 of The Wound Dresser by Walt Whitman. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Letters of 1864 continued. 16. Washington, May 6, 1864. Dearest Mother, I write you a few lines as I know you feel anxious these times. I suppose the New York papers must have it in the morning that the Army of the Potomac has made a move and has crossed the Rapidan River. At any rate, that is the case. As near as I can learn about Burnside's army, that lies in the rear of the Army of the Potomac, from Warrenton, Virginia, and so to Rappahannock River and up toward Manassas. It still appears to be kept as a reserve and for emergencies, etc. I have not heard anything from the 51st. Mother, of course you got my letter of Tuesday, 3rd, with a letter from George dated Bristow Station. I have written to George since, and addressed the letter warrant in Virginia, or elsewhere, thinking he might get it. Mother, the idea is entertained quite largely here that the rebel army will retreat to Richmond, as it is well known that Grant is very strong, most folks say too strong for Lee. I suppose you know we menace them almost as much from up Fortress Monroe as we do from the Rapidan. Butler and W. F. Smith are down there with at least fifty or sixty thousand men, and will move up simultaneously with Grant. The occasion is very serious and anxious, but somehow I am full of hope and feel that we shall take Richmond. I hope to go there yet before the hot weather is past. Dear Mother, I hope you are well and little California. Love to Jeff and Matt and all. Walt Mother, you ought to get this letter Saturday forenoon, as it will be in New York by sunrise, Saturday, 7th. Mother, the poor soldier with diarrhea is still living, but oh, what a looking object. Death would be a boon to him. He cannot last many hours. Cunningham, the Ohio boy with leg amputated at thigh, has picked up beyond expectation now. Looks altogether like getting well. The hospitals are very full. I am very well indeed pretty warm here today. 17. Washington, Monday, 2 o'clock, May 9th, 64. Dearest Mother, there is nothing from the Army more than you know in the New York papers. The fighting has been hard enough, but the papers make lots of additional items and a good deal that they just entirely make up. There are from 600 to 1,000 wounded coming up here, not six to 8,000 as the papers have it. I cannot hear what part the Ninth Corps took in the fight of Friday and afterwards, nor whether they really took any at all. They, the papers, are determined to make up just anything. Mother, I received your letter and hands, and was glad indeed to get both. Mother, you must not be under such apprehension, as I think it is not warranted. So far as we get news here, we are gaining the day. So far, decidedly. If the news we hear is true, that Lee has been repulsed and driven back by Grant, and that we are masters of the field, and pursuing them, then I think Lee will retreat south, and Richmond will be abandoned by the Rebs. But of course time only can develop what will happen. Mother, I will write again Wednesday or before if I hear anything to write. Love to Jeff and Matt and all. Walt 18. Washington, May 10th, 64, half-past 2 p.m. Dearest Mother, there is nothing perhaps more than you see in the New York papers. The fighting down in the field on the 6th, I think, ended in our favor, 
though with pretty severe losses to some of our divisions. The fighting is about seventy miles from here and fifty from Richmond. On the 7th and 8th, followed up by the rebel army hauling off, they say retreating and Meade pursuing. It is quite mixed yet, but I guess we have the best of it. If we really have, Richmond is a goner, for they cannot do any better than they have done. The Ninth Corps was in the fight, and where I cannot tell yet, but from the wounded I have seen, I don't think that corps was deeply in. I have seen three hundred wounded. They came in last night. I asked for men of Ninth Corps, but could not find any at all. These three hundred men were not badly wounded, mostly in arms, hands, trunk of body, etc. They could all walk, though some had an awful time of it. They had to fight their way with the worst in the middle, out of the region of Fredericksburg, and so on where they could get across the Rappahannock, and get where they found transportation to Washington. The government has decided, or rather General Meade has, to occupy Fredericksburg for depot and hospital. I think that is a first-rate decision. So the wounded men will receive quick attention and surgery instead of being racked through the long journey up here. Still, many come in here. Mother, my impression is that we have no great reason for alarm or sadness about George so far. Of course, I know nothing. Well, good-bye, dearest mother. Walt. Mother, I wrote you yesterday, too. Tell dear brother Jeff to write me. Love to Matt. The poor diarrhea man died, and it was a boon. Oscar Cunningham, 82nd Ohio, has had a relapse. I fear it is going bad with him. Lung diseases are quite plenty. Night before last I stayed in hospital all night tending a poor fellow. It has been awful hot here, milder today. 19. Washington, May 12, half past 5 p.m. Dearest Mother, George is all right, unhurt, up to Tuesday morning, 10th inst. The 51st was in a bad battle last Friday, lost 20 killed between 40 and 50 wounded. I have just seen some of the 51st wounded just arrived. One of them, Fred Saunders, Corporal, Company K, George's company. He said when he left, the 51st was in rear on guard duty. He left Tuesday morning last. The papers have it that Burnside's corps was in a fight Tuesday, but I think it most probable the 51st was not in it. Fred McReady is wounded badly, but not seriously. Sims is safe. You see Legendre is wounded. He was shot through the bridge of nose. Mother, you ought to get this Friday forenoon, 13th. I will write again soon. Wrote once before today. Walt. 20. Washington, May 13, 1864, 2 o'clock p.m. Dearest Mother, I wrote you a hurried letter late yesterday afternoon, but left it myself at the P.O. in time for the mail. You ought to have got it this forenoon, or afternoon at furthest. I sent you two letters yesterday. I hope the carrier brings you your letters the same day. I wrote to the Brooklyn Postmaster about it. I have heard from George up to Tuesday morning last, 10th, till which time he was safe. The battle of Friday, 6th, was very severe. George's Company K lost one acting sergeant, Sturgis, killed, two men killed, four wounded. As I wrote yesterday, I have seen here Corporal Fred Saunders of Company K, who was wounded inside, nothing serious, in Friday's fight, and came up here. I also talked with Sergeant Brown, Company F, 51st, 
rather badly wounded in right shoulder. Saunders said when he left Tuesday morning he heard, or saw them there, I forget which, the 51st and its whole division were on guard duty toward the rear. The Ninth Corps, however, has had hard fighting since, but whether the division or brigade the 51st is in was in the fights of Tuesday 10th, a pretty severe one, or Wednesday, I cannot tell, and it is useless to make calculations, and the only way is to wait and hope for the best. As I wrote yesterday, there were some thirty of 51st Regiment killed and fifty wounded in Friday's battle, 6th inst. I have seen Colonel Legendre. He is here in Washington, not far from where I am. 485 12th Street is his address. Poor man, I felt sorry indeed for him. He is badly wounded and disfigured. He is shot through the bridge of the nose and left eye probably lost. I spent a little time with him this forenoon. He is suffering very much spoke of george very kindly said your brother is well his orderly told me he saw him george sunday night last well fred mcready is wounded and hit i believe bone fractured bad enough but not deeply serious i cannot hear of his arrival here if he comes i shall find him immediately and take care of him myself he is probably yet at fredericksburg but will come up i think yesterday and today the badly wounded are coming in the long lists of previous arrivals i suppose they are all reprinted at great length in new york papers are of men three-fourths of them quite slightly wounded and the rest hurt pretty bad i was thinking mother if one could see the men who arrived in the first squads of two or three hundred at a time one wouldn't be alarmed at those terrible long lists Still, there is a sufficient sprinkling of deeply distressing cases. I find my hands full all the time, with new and old cases, poor suffering young men. I think of them, and do try, mother, to do what I can for them, and not think of the vexatious skedaddlers and merely scratched ones, of whom there are too many lately come here. Dearest mother, hope you and all are well, but you must keep a good heart. Still, the fighting is very mixed but it seems steadily turning into real successes for Grant. The news today here is very good. You will see it in the New York papers. I steadily believe Grant is going to succeed and that we shall have Richmond, but oh, what a price to pay for it. We have had good rain here and it is pleasanter and cooler. I shall write very soon again. Walt. End of Letters of 1864, 16-20